everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 156, Get In Your Body. And it's a live class focused on feeling the sensations deep within the body, and especially in the hips. So we'll go through a progressively more difficult set of challenges for the mobility and stability of the hip and the leg while having a full length, uh, sort of well-rounded flow. You'll need something to hang on to, like a chair or a wall and a strap. And if you have a massage ball or a tennis ball, you can use that as well. So let's get to it. All right. So from seated, have your eyes closed or looking down. And before we do anything, just assess how you're feeling. And that can be how you're feeling physically. It can be how you're feeling mentally, emotionally. And set any intentions that you need for this embodied practice. And before we get going, give yourself a hug. So you can wrap your arms around and you can wrap tightly, you can wrap lightly, but wrap your arms around your chest and your back, eyes closed or come inward. And just stay with the hug and the touch and let that hug be from whoever you need it to be from, either another person or just deep from within yourself. And sit with that for a breath or two. Then change the cross of the arm just so we hug the other way. And see if the hug has shifted at all as you stay with it for another moment. Then let the arms fall and just be in the residue of that physical sensation. Bring a hand to your chest, doesn't matter which side. So just bring hand to upper chest, underneath collarbone. First, feel. You might feel your breath or you might feel the beating of your heart. But make sure the touch that you offer begins with kindness. And we're going to massage just underneath the collarbone, side to side. And it can be very light uh, or it can be quite firm. If you have a tennis ball or a massage ball, you might use that as well if you want. Uh, but you can decide if you like fingers or if you like working with the massage ball. And just sort of work down into upper chest and into the beginning of the pec with whatever type of pressure you want. Last couple moments just on this side. Then bring your fingers just into that nook between upper uh, chest and arm so it can sort of sink in there. Sustain pressure with your fingers or with a massage ball. And then just move that side's arm around. So you have pinned the tissues in with opposite arm. And then you just move that free arm around and see what happens. And, and don't feel like you have to mirror what I'm doing. You explore. Give it another few little wiggles and rolls. And finally, just let that arm be and have a moment of pause before you do side number two. You can even close your eyes or just turn your attention inward and see if anything has shifted or been affected in your physical body. And let's do the same thing on the other side. Just touch the upper chest first on the other side before you get in there and practice a little bit of patience. And when you feel ready, you can start working into the tissue just below the collarbone, side to side. And it can be firm. It can be not firm. It can be straight lines or it can be quite circular because this is your exploration and your self-care. But I want you to start feeling into your own sense of embodiment, sort of slowly and gently, which won't be the whole class, but we're going to you know, ease our way in. A few more rounds of breath working into just the tissues in the upper chest this side. 
Okay. And then with your fingers or with that massage ball, just pin into where the upper chest meets the arm bone. Pin the fingers in, stay there. And then move that arm around. So it can be any, any plane of motion. Not too fast, not too slow, just sort of a, a reasonable rate for you. Just let it transpire a couple more breaths. Okay. And when it feels complete, just let it be complete and let the arm settle by your side and feel what you did. Then we'll just release the neck a little bit. So just right hand out to the right on the ground, left hand to hold above right ear around the temple. And just let the head drop a tiny bit over to the left. So we're releasing the right side of the neck. A a small amount, push the head up into the hand just so there's a tiny bit of contraction into the stretch. If you want, you can turn the head in any direction slowly and just see how that affects the stretch and release. Maybe even part your teeth and see what happens. Then use the hand on the head to go to the other side of the head and just bring the head back up to vertical. And then release your other hand down by your side. Feel what you did. Let's do the other side. So left hand's out to the left, right hand holds above left ear and temple and just drop the head a little bit over to the right. And push the head a little bit up into the hand that's on it. Stay as you are or explore turning the head in any direction slowly and seeing how that might shift the sensation. And then bring the head back up to vertical. Release the hands by your side. All right. So now we're going to get into our feet. So either you'll massage with your hands or you'll massage with a tennis ball. So if you're going to massage with a tennis ball, you'll come to standing. If you're massaging with your hands, just seated, grab one foot in your hand. And let's work with either the tennis ball or our fingers into the center of the foot. So with the tennis ball, massage ball, or our fingers work into the center of the foot that you're working on. And you're in charge of how much pressure. And then with tennis ball or fingers, work into the big toe side arch. So the big toe side arch with your fingers or the ball, massaging or rolling around. And the same thing, pinky toe side arch. And I did this earlier today when I was thinking about this class, and I'm enjoying doing it again. All right, if you're using your fingers, place your fingers through your toes. It might cramp for a second, but that's okay. If you're using the ball, just pin the ball down with your foot and with your toes, grip the ball. If you're using your hand, just rock and roll the foot around, move the toes around. If you're working with the ball, you can grab the ball with your toes and then keep the ball in place, lift your toes a couple times. Okay, then just let that be. And we'll do the same thing on the other side. So other foot, center of the foot with the ball or your fingers. And I wish I had some profound statement in this moment, but really we're just having a little moment of self-care and embodiment, which has its own power without words. Big toe side arch with the ball, your fingers. Same thing, pinky toe side arch. I'm seeing like all these like pairs of people and partners and you could like, you could do this for each other. You could be massaging each other's feet, but you know, you can save that for later. With your fingers, get inside your toes or pin the ball down and grip the ball with your toes. And then move the foot, move the toes around. If you're on the ball, just grab the ball, let go of the ball, grab the ball, let go go of the ball with your toes. 
Okay. Well, I think that is our moment of self-massage. So let's come to stand. Let's come to stand. Standing, have your feet about hip distance wide. And bend your knees a little bit. I want you to identify top of thigh bone and where it meets your hip. And then keep bending your knees and your fingers can go into the hip crease. So it might freak you out for a second, but we want to find this feeling of thigh bone entering into hip socket. All right, so that's the direction. Return to standing, hands by your side, but know we want to deepen the thigh into the hip crease. Take a breath. Exhale, knees soften a little bit, roll down, but as you roll down, a sensation of thigh bone pulling up and into the hip socket. And then slowly roll back up. As you roll up, sensation of hip crease opening, or try to pay attention to that. Again, roll down, knees a little soft, but a sensation of thigh bone pulling back and up. Once you're down, slowly roll up. Focus on opening up the front of the hip crease. Last one. Rolling down, sensation of thigh bone pulling up and in to hip socket. Then slowly roll up, sensation of front of hip opening. Reach the right arm up, go into a side stretch. You can look down and to the left and push down through right foot. Stay here and breathe into that right side. You can always turn the chest a little bit down or turn the chest a little bit up. Feel free to explore because it's your body, it's your practice. Come all the way back up. Change sides, reach the left arm up. Look down and to the right. Push down through left foot. So you probably are centered, but you can turn the chest a little down or turn it up. Feel free to explore how the sensations change. All the way back up. Right arm goes forward, up and around in a circle without your chest moving. Do that twice more in that direction. Just getting the joints ready. For what? Who knows? We'll find out. Reverse the direction of the circle. Back and around. Try not to turn the rest of your body. Try not to bend your elbow. And try to go to your maximum range of motion. Last one. Same thing. Other side. Left arm forward. Up and around. And it can be work if you want it to be, if you're going to the end range of your motion. Just keep it going this range, uh, this side. Try not to turn your chest. Try to actively reach through it. And then once you're through in that direction, reverse the direction. Quite strong, reachy arm. Good. Last one. Hands on hips, or if your balance is unsteady, hand on something to steady your balance, that chair or that wall. Right knee up. Circle the right thigh out and around. Circle the thigh out with external rotation if you're a geek about it. When it comes down, it goes into internal rotation. As it goes up, it goes into external. As it goes down, it goes into internal. Reverse the direction. We're just getting the thigh and the hip socket ready. Last one. Same thing, other side, left knee up, out, and around. It can just circle, or if you want to get into the rotations, as the circle is at its top, you're externally rotated. As you go to the bottom of the circle, you're internally rotated. One more this direction. And then reverse. Just enjoy that you're just waking up all these sensations, especially deep into your hip socket. Last one, I think. Okay. 
Now we do sort of normal yoga. Top of your mat, ready for a sun salute. We'll do just a couple half salutes and I'll watch you. But focus, if you can, on what it feels like in your hip socket. So from standing, inhale the arms up. Fold down, exhale, but deepen that hip crease as you fold. Halfway lift and inhale. Fold and pull the thighs up into the hip socket. Inhale to rise all the way up. You can have a mild back bend to open the front of the hip. And then only hands come down by your side. Only hands. Good. One more half. Inhale, reach the arms out and up. Fold all the way down. Thigh bones pulling up and in. Half lift and inhale. Fold and exhale. All the way up, inhale. Only hands come down. Let's keep it going. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold all the way down. Half lift on inhale. Then hands down, right leg back, runner's lunge. As you inhale, pull the left thigh firmly back and the chest forward. Then step to plank pose. Take a breath and plank. Then drop your knees, roll down to your belly, all the way down flat on your belly. Reach the arms straight back. Lift everything up, locust. Come down and back, downward facing dog. Inhale the right leg up into the air, taking your time. Step that foot through runner's lunge. Right thigh pulls back as chest reaches forward, really firmly. That's your focus. Then step forward, standing forward fold. Half lift and inhale. Fold. All the way up, opening the front of the hip with a mild back bend. Only hands come down by your side. Same thing, opposite side. Inhale, arms rise. Fold, exhale. Half lift. Hands down, left leg back, runner's lunge. Thigh bone pulls back while chest and maybe even arms reach. Maybe even arms reach, yeah. Then hands down and step to plank pose. On exhale, drop your knees, roll down. Reach the arms straight back, lift up, locust. Down and back, downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up slowly. Step the foot through, runner's lunge. Thigh back, chest forward, maybe also arms reaching back. We really emphasize the left thigh back. Hands down, step forwards. Half lift on the inhale. Fold. All the way up. Only hands come down by your side. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Take your time to fold. Half lift. Right leg back, runner's lunge. And then raise the arms straight up towards your ceiling. You can always drop a knee if that stabilizes you. Hands down, step to plank pose. A breath and plank. With a firm belly, drop your knees and a triceps press to the floor. Cobra pose on inhale. Use both hands and feet. Downward facing dog. 
Inhale the right leg up slowly while the left thigh pulls back. Step through to that high lunge, but take your time to rise up on the inhale. Hands down and step forwards. Half lift, inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way lift, inhale, opening the front of your hips. Hands come down by your side. Last one. Inhale, raise the arms up. Fold down. Half lift. Left leg back into the lunge. Raise the arms up. Plank pose as you exhale. Have a full inhale in plank. With a firm belly, drop your knees. Do a good triceps press to the floor. Come into your cobra. Use your feet. Use your hands to lift chest. Then downward facing dog. Inhale the left leg up whilst pulling right thigh back. Then step through to that lunge. Raise the arms up. Have a moment. Hands down and step forwards. Half lift. Fold. All the way lift. Only hands come down. Keep it going. Inhale, raise the arms up. This will be a little different. Fold. Remember that we're pulling the thigh bones into the hip crease. A half lift. Palms flat and walk to plank pose. Shift your plank a little forward as you inhale. Knees on or off the mat. Triceps press chaturanga into up dog or cobra. Use your feet as well as your hands. Then downward facing dog. For a moment in your down dog, bend both knees and pay attention to the sensations around your hip crease. Then slowly re-straighten the legs to push the thigh bone up and into the hip socket. And if you feel like you didn't quite get that, feel free to do it again. But we're working on deepening that sensation of thigh landing into hip socket. Good. Then a firm push through your arms. Exhale to lightly hop or step forwards. Half lift on inhale. Fold, exhale. All the way up. Then hands come down. Feet are parallel and hip distance. Have your hands on your hip crease. Inhale here. Exhale here. Inhale, keep the hands there. Sit into a chair pose and feel like you're guiding your thigh bones into the hip crease. Exhale, slowly re-stand. Inhale, sit a little bit deeper into that chair, but guide your thigh bones back and in. Exhale, stand again. Keep the hands doing that or now reach the arms. Inhale, sit into your chair. Arms can reach forward or up, but you're pulling the thigh bones into your hip crease. Exhale, stand. Do that a couple more times. Inhale, sit to any depth, but focus on that thigh pulling in sensation. Exhale, stand. Good. Last one. Inhale, sit. Exhale, stand. This one will be different now. Inhale, sit into it. Stay with hands up or hands in prayer, center of chest. And then keep your depth 
can you pull the thigh bones a little further back and in? And can you get a little bit more buoyancy through lower back and upper chest? So we just sort of go deep in to find that little bit of lift. Good. Fold over the legs, straighten them as you fold. Half lift on inhale. Exhale to hop or step through plank chaturanga or skip it and go to down dog. Move through a back bend if you did chaturanga and we'll all meet in down dog for a couple of breaths. Just take a moment, let things settle, come into the sensations of your breath and your body. Okay. Inhale the right leg slowly up. Then step through to high lunge, hands on hips. And then take a moment to adjust the length and depth of your lunge so it's steady and stable, but a little challenging. Inhale to raise the arms up. Keep the back foot on the ground. Exhale to lean forward into the lunge with the torso and reach the arms backward. Inhale back to high lunge with arms up, torso up. Exhale, leaning forward, arms reach back and pull the right thigh bone into your hip socket. Do that one more time. Inhale, arms up. Exhale, lean forward, arms reach back. You're going to keep doing that or inhale, arms up, torso up. Exhale, lean forward, slowly lift the back foot, warrior three. But don't stay there. Inhale, back foot down, back to your high lunge. Arms up. Exhale, lean forward or lean forward with a warrior three, pulling the thigh bone deep into your hip crease. Keep doing that. Inhale, high lunge. Exhale, leaning lunge or warrior three, pulling the thigh bone deep in. I'm going to do it a couple more times. Inhale, high lunge. But focus on that front thigh. Exhale, leaning or warrior three. Last one. Inhale, high lunge. Exhale, leaning lunge or warrior three and stay. Wherever you are, have a focal point for balance and then focus on that right thigh pulling deep into the hip socket. Good. Step back, high lunge. Bring the hands down, plank pose. Have a breath. Drop your knees, roll to the mat, come into Sphinx. You just thought because we started with massage, it would be nice. Inhale in Sphinx. Exhale, slowly roll up, forearm plank. Drop the knees, roll the belly down, come into Sphinx. Exhale, look down, roll up, come into forearm plank. And do that three more times. Inhale, sphinx. Exhale, forearm plank on or off your knees. Good. Inhale, sphinx pose. Exhale, forearm plank. Last one. Inhale, sphinx. Exhale, forearm plank, stay, just stay. Press through your feet, broaden through your arms and shoulders. Have a moment of breath. Drop your knees, walk back to downward facing dog and settle. Have that little momentary adjustment where you bend both knees, you get deep into that thigh into hip socket. It's really just, it just gets you deep into the body and you can re-straighten the legs from there. Then raise the left leg up. Step the left foot through and come into your high lunge, hands on hips. Take a moment to let it settle and you can adjust the length and depth of your stance because you know what we're doing, but don't rush ahead. Inhale, arms just go up. Exhale to lean forward and reach the arms backwards. 
Inhale, torso back up, arms back up, high lunge. Exhale, leaning forward, pulling the left thigh back, arms back. Inhale, arms up. Keep doing that or lean forward, slowly lift the back foot, warrior three. Land the back foot, inhale, high lunge. Focus on that front leg. Exhale, lean or lift off warrior three, pulling the thigh bone deep into the hip socket. Keep it going. Four or five more. Inhale is your high lunge. Exhale, you're coming forward, but do not rush it. Keep it going. And I get to watch and have fun watching. Let's just do about one more. And next time you come forward into it, stay. Reach the arms in any direction. But focus on the sensation of front leg, front hip. Good. Step back, high lunge. Hands come down, plank pose. Come down to Sphinx. Keep your feet flat. Do not tuck your toes under. Keep your feet flat. Do not tuck your toes under. Inhale, Sphinx. With feet as they are, exhale, forearm plank with feet as they are. You can be on or off your knees. Inhale, Sphinx. I know it's harder. Exhale, forearm plank. It's also different and unusual, which is good for us. Inhale, Sphinx, with feet flat. Exhale, forearm plank. Last one. Inhale, Sphinx. Exhale, forearm plank, with the feet flat, on or off your knees. Stay with it. Strong leg, strong arm, focused breath. Good. Drop your knees. Sit. Child's pose or just sit. And we do nothing for a few moments. All you need to do is breathe and observe the sensations of your body, which, of course, are being stirred up by me asking you to do things that have an element of challenge. So pay attention to what has transpired in your body. A couple breaths. Then slowly come up to down dog. If you're in child's pose, try to come up into bent leg down dog first from child's pose and then slowly push the thigh bones up and in. Take a breath in down dog. Then walk or hop to the top of the mat, forward fold. Halfway lift as you inhale. Fold. All the way up. Only hands come down. Feet are hip distance wide, but let's turn them a little bit out so the legs are externally rotated. Hands on front of hip, hip crease. Inhale to sit into a like medium-sized squat backwards and just guide your thigh bones into that hip socket. So we know that we're going into the body. Exhale, slowly stand up, hip crease widens, opens. One more time like that. Inhale, sit just a moderate amount back and down into that squat. Feel the thigh bone pulling in. Exhale to stand. Keep the hands there or reach the arms as you inhale and sit into a squat. The squat might get deeper, but don't lose that connection deep inside your body. Exhale, stand slowly. The slow lift is quite fun. Inhale, sit into your squat, thigh bones pulling back and in. Exhale, stand. Very nice. This one will be different. Inhale, sit into your squat and stay. 
Hands can come to chest or hands can reach up or be wherever they want to be. Don't feel like you have to change your depth unless you want to change it, but focus instead on the thigh bones pulling into you. So you sort of just get deeper into your body and its sensations. Good. One more breath. Then however you want to get there, down dog, you can have a pit stop in Chaturanga and up dog if you'd like, but we'll meet in down dog. And we're going to go through a series of standing poses. We'll hold each for a few breaths. But, you know, the theme is sort of obvious. We just want to get that thigh bone in. We want to feel the sensations deep within our body, not just surface level. You want to get deeply in. Slowly lift the right leg up into the air. Bend that leg. Turn your pelvis open for a moment. Focus on the power and sensation of your standing leg, the leg that has a foot on the ground, pulling back and up. And if you feel like you can't get that, just drop that right thigh and hip a little bit down and see if you can get it then. Good. Step through to runner's lunge. So both hands down, back knee lifted, runner's lunge. Draw the right thigh back, the chest forward, and be high enough on your hands that the spine can lengthen. Be here for one more breath. Then stay in the runner's lunge, but raise the right arm up. It's a twisting lunge. You can look wherever the neck is happy. Feel long through your torso. Powerful through the back leg. And again... Right thigh really hugs deep into the hip socket and see what sensations emerge from that. Then new transition for us. Bring the right hand down. Drop the back heel. And this sort of like rainbow up into your warrior two with right knee bent and left heel down. So we're in warrior two. Drawing that right thigh back. Good. Adjust the stance as necessary for you to get enough physical sensation that it works for you. Then right arm on top, eagle arms. Or right straight arm across the body, hooked by left elbow. Stay with that. Squeeze the arms together. If you're in those Garudasana arms, you can slightly tilt the forearms a little bit to the right and the neck and head a little bit to the left. So forearms a little bit to the right, neck and head a little bit to the left. Lovely. Open the arms back out, warrior two. Slowly straighten the front leg, come down triangle. Hand to shin or brick or floor, top arm straight up. Look where the neck is happy. For a moment, bend the front leg enough that it's just so, you know, you have some space around the spine. You can lengthen out and then Slowly, reluctantly, re-straighten the right leg and pull the right thigh deep into your hip socket. Good. Top arm comes behind you into a half bind. And look down. Look down. Good. Take one more breath. Then come down, downward facing dog. Come forward, plank. Come down to your forearms, forearm plank. Then walk your feet forward so it's dolphin pose, but keep your head off the floor. Bend both knees to find length in the spine. Slowly re-straighten both legs. Maybe even raise the heel bones high so there is a sensation of lifting hip. Good. One more breath. A moment in child's pose or seated, not as much as before, just a breath. Moment in child's pose or seated. Then up and back, downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air. Bend that leg, turn the pelvis open. Focus on the leg that's on the ground, pull it up and back. 
If you cannot do that, you might have to drop that top hip a tiny bit down. Good. Step through to your runner's lunge. So the back knee is lifted, both hands are down. Chest forward, back leg strong, high enough on your hands that spine can lengthen. And thigh bone pulling in. So we just get deep into sensation. Then left arm up, twisting lunge. Left arm up, twisting lunge. Yeah, so just watch that bottom shoulder doesn't sort of droop forward. Push down through front heel, dragging it back, lengthen the spine, turn from your belly. Good. Bring both hands down, drop the back heel, and then rainbow up into your warrior two. Left knee is bent. And if you need to adjust your stance, because you're not used to that transition, adjust your stance. Make the stance shorter or longer. Good. Back heel strong, front leg nicely bent. Left arm on top, eagle arms, or straight left arm across the body, hooked by right elbow. Look at one point, breathe, keep that front leg working. Yeah, and you can keep the chest turned open towards the right, Sarah, if you'd like. If you're in those eagle arms, you can tilt the forearms a little bit to the left and the head a little bit to the right. Good. Open it back up, warrior two. Slowly come down into your triangle, sort of reluctantly straightening the leg. Top arm reaches straight up. And then just to help us really get into that front leg, momentarily re-bend the front leg. Even a little bit goes a long way. And then now with more focus and energy, re-straighten the leg by drawing that thigh up and back. Good. Make it a half bind with the top arm. And once you have the half bind, look down. Then come out of that downward facing dog. Come forward to plank. Come down to your forearms. And then walk the feet forward. Dolphin down dog, looking backwards, but keeping your head off the floor. Raise the heel bones high and the hips up. Stay or a couple breaths with the right leg up and reaching up and back. Let's try to keep the hips more level, Katerina, if you can. Same thing, Sylvia. Good. Change the leg in the air. Then... Come down. Don't worry, Tabor, you'll be able to hop later. Sit, child's pose, or just sit, take a couple breaths. All right, we're going to come up to stand, and we're going to do some standing balance stuff with a strap, with one hand on a chair, or one hand on a wall. So I'm going to set up and I'll mirror you. So I have the chair to my left. I'm holding the back of the chair. And I'm going to strap. You don't don't worry about any fancy strapping unless you like it. Just use a strap. Place a strap around the right foot. Lift the right leg up. The right leg is bent and you're holding the foot with the strap. Or whatever you can find. Left hand is on wall or something. Right leg is strapped. Right hand is holding the strap. Straighten the leg right on forward. And depending on you, you might be able to hold the foot or hold very close to the foot, but don't round the spine and don't feel like you have to hold the foot. Only thing I want you to adjust is stand tall and draw the right thigh bone back and in as much as you reach out through the heel. Say another breath. And then the only thing to shift is how lightly can you hold the strap? How lightly can you hold the strap? Good. Rebend the right leg. Rotate the thigh out like you're about to do tree pose, but you're still holding the foot with the strap. Left hand still on whatever it's on. Then now the leg is going out on the angle. Straighten the right leg up and out on the angle. 
strong through the standing leg. You can use the whatever you're holding on to because we're not worried about balance today. Reach out through the heel, but also draw the right thigh bone in. Then how lightly can you hold the strap? How lightly can you hold the strap? Good. Rebend the leg and then have a little fun shuffle. I'm going to have the wall or the chair behind me. All right. So I have my chair behind me. And now I'm going to hold the strap or the foot with the left hand. And the right hand is on the wall or the chair behind me, directly behind me. Straighten the right leg right on forward, holding the strap now with the left hand. Twist to the right. Stand tall, twist to the right. Reach out through the leg that's stretching. Also draw the thigh bone back. And then how lightly can you hold the strap? Another breath with it. Rebend the leg. Let it go. Stand on two feet. Observe the sensation side by side. All right. So move yourself as necessary. I'm going to move my chair just so you can see what I'm doing. I've fully committed to this now that I've done one side. So I'm going to do the other side with you. Right hand is on wall or chair. Left foot is strapped. Left hand holds strap or holds your foot. But we're not so focused on totally holding or totally balancing today. Straighten the left leg right on forward, holding the strap with the left hand. Straight forward. Stand tall. Draw the thigh bone in as much as you reach out through the heel. How lightly can you hold the strap? How lightly can you hold the strap? Or if you've been holding the toe, don't hold the toe, just keep the leg up. Bring the leg all the way back in. Keep it bent. Sort of turn it out like it's about to do tree pose. Stand tall. Straighten the leg up and out on that angle. As much as the leg reaches out, it draws back in. Stand tall. How lightly can you hold the strap or the foot? Or maybe you don't hold at all. Slowly bring it back in. A little shuffle so the chair or the wall is right behind you. Right hand holds strap or foot. Left hand holding what's behind you. Straighten that left leg right on forward. And then turn towards the left in your twist. Get that leg high and as straight as it's going to be, but also draw it back in. Keep turning into your twist. Hold the strap as lightly as possible. Last little bit. And then bring it back in. Let go. Either just standing forward fold or use your wall or your chair to do a standing down dog. So you're sort of halfway folding and reaching the arms out. So you're either holding the back of the chair as you reach the arms out or you're touching the wall. And you're doing sort of a down dog that's been tipped to a different angle. One more breath. Okay. Back on up. Now is our time to go upside down. So you either do a standing wide-legged forward fold and put something underneath the top of your head or your forehead, like even a chair with a cushion on it or a stack of bricks, or you go where you go to do handstand, forearm balance, or headstand. We're going to take one minute. You're in a standing wide-legged forward fold with something underneath your head, like some blocks and stuff or a chair. Or where you do it, you do handstand, forearm balance, or headstand. And I'll be quiet for a few breaths. Unless I see something that shocks me.
if you've been in something like headstand, do child's pose. If you've been in that standing wide-legged forward fold, do not come out quickly. Take your time to come out. And if you've been hopping around, do something that calms you down for a few breaths. Okay. Lie down, get set up for bridge pose or wheel pose. But don't do it. Just get set up. Lie down, get set up for bridge pose or wheel pose. I have been saying over and over again about deepening the hip crease. Now we get to open that sucker up. Two or three times, bridge or wheel. So you can go on your own schedule or you can follow me. If you're following me, come up, bridge or wheel. Strongly use your heels and uh, moderately use the bottom of your bum to squeeze. And you know, use your arms as much as you want to lift the chest, but mostly focus on opening that front of hip that we have so much squeezed into. If you're following me, probably come down, get set up for round two. If you're on your own, you're just, you're just living for your back bends and going for it. All right, round two, bridge or wheel. Feel free to reposition your feet until you find that you can really strongly push down through your legs and open that front of hip. Yeah, again, that looks really good, Faith. Looks really good. Okay. Probably coming down. And we'll do one more. When you're ready, come on up. Very nice. Just sort of see like, how does that feel in your body? Ask yourself. Good. All right. And then when you've had enough, come down and just do nothing for a breath or two. Keep your knees bent and feet on the mat, but feet really wide and arms open to a T. Keep the feet really wide with the knees bent and drop the knees over to the right. And what, what we're sort of going for is the both legs at 90 degree angles from thigh to shin bone, like, like you're like a crosswalk thing. So you're sort of lit up green on the street and you should see that running man. Both legs are bent. One is internally rotated. One is externally rotated. And just let your breath even out and slow. And Jenna, your right foot can go a little bit more to the right. Yeah, so it's more of a 90 degree angle, yeah. Yeah, good. Same thing, other direction. Things really slow down. Hug your knees in and come into happy baby or just knee hug. Breath into your back body. Then release, come up to sit and just pause for a second. Option one. Legs up your wall. Option two, back of your calves on a chair, and then you lie down. You might want to have, like a little, if the chair is hard, you might want to have a little cushion on it or a blanket. Option three, whatever you want to do to calm down. So it may be a forward full practice or you just sit and meditate or lie down. So option one, legs up your wall. 
Option two, bent leg, back of calves on the chair. And Verna, if the chair feels like the legs are too high, you could put a little cushion underneath your bum and lower back. Option three, just do what you do. And I'm going to be quiet. And if your mind is not quiet, practice and a breath where the inhale is as long as the exhale and let that be your tactic. Otherwise, I'll be quiet just for a few minutes. If you'd like to stay as you are, please do. If you'd like to close with me, you can slowly come out. If your legs are up something, try bending them and rolling to one side and to the ground. And eventually, when you're ready, we can meet seated. Place your hands on your body anywhere. That just helps you connect. If you want to give yourself that hug again, that might be nice, or you can just touch with kindness. And as we close, let's breathe, of course, for ourselves and our own well-being, but let's breathe for each other. And let's breathe for whoever needs our kindness. Breath in, breath out.
bow or touch the ground to close your practice. All right. That's it, everybody. Thank you very much. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com and please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen. Thank you.